The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. Well, what's happening? What's happening? It is Black Focus Radio. Welcome to another great edition. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us. If you'd like to join the show, uh, we'd certainly like to have you. You can hit us up on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to check out the podcast. You can download it. Go out to any of your favorite podcast platforms. And just search for Black Focus Radio. You can also do that with the weekly sports magazine as well. Got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, I meant to take a picture on the way home from the office where the thermometer on my vehicle said 104. That's just the ambient temperature. 104. Lord, man. Then I looked at my phone, and my phone said 102. So it was over 100 today. But, you know, who cares? There's no such thing as global warming. Bury your head in the sand, Republicans. That's what's happening. And it's going to be to the world's detriment. But, of course, if we stick with what Herschel Walker says, hey, you know, we'll get we'll make some more good air, although it'll go over to China and their bad air will come over to us. But we'll make it good air again. Some mess like that. It's your boy Herschel. Anyway, (laughs) I know that's crazy, man. That's what you call crazy talk. (laughs) Your boy Herschel Walker, well, I'll tell you. So, let me tell you what's on the agenda today, okay? Uh, We're going to follow up with a little more about uh, T.D. Jakes. uh, And uh, I've got a, I I, I saw a meme today that came across. And again, I'm at a point in my life, I don't care if you're mad at me. I just got to, I just got to speak peace. We got to fix our community. And when someone makes a comment about you, before you get upset, maybe you need to take heed. There's an old saying that I used to say, or it's actually, it's not what I used to say. I borrowed it from an African proverb. Uh, It says, if one man calls you a fool, ignore him. But if 10 men call you a fool, take heed. Getting into more of that here in a little bit, okay? Also, um, the Republicans are trying to destroy public education across the country. Why are they doing that? 
I'm going to throw in my two cents on that. We'll also discuss the worshiping of celebrities. Is there something going on in your mind as to why you worship celebrities? I never was a big... Look, I covered the Tennessee Titans. You know, I covered the SEC. I covered the Grizzlies. I covered the Nashville Predators. And so many of the my friends who knew I had that job would often say, oh man, that's just a great job. You're just, you know, I, I don't know what I'd do if I was around all those stars. That didn't turn me on. Okay? The way I saw it, they were guys who were in a profession, don't care how much money they made, and I was a guy in a profession, and my job was to cover them, not to be a sycophant, the way some media outlets were and are, and they get paid to do that. Our media outlet was designed to be middle of the road, call it like we saw it. Okay, I wasn't excited about being around those people. They were cool. Some of them were. Some of them were butts. I knew I, I look, they put their pants on the same way I did. So what if they're a millionaire? I told you the story about Andre, Andre Agassi. When I just waded through the crowd and said, Andre, we would like to do an interview with you. And motioned him to me and he said, okay. Came on over. I wouldn't, I wouldn't overwhelmed by his you know his stardom so is there something going on with people when they worship celebrities to the point where they listen to them and believe everything they say we're going to get into that a little bit today as well uh we also might get into police and malicious more stories about police man at some point it's kind of like this gun thing. At some point, we need to do something about this. I'm just saying, can you be in a militia? Can you be in a militia and also be a police officer? Good question. We're also going to talk about the Democrats and why they're trying to get rid of, a, rid of progressives. So much so that they are, they are endorsing a candidate with apparent racist backgrounds. Okay? And no matter how they explain it away, it seems to get uglier and uglier. And it really exemplifies, in my opinion, how the Democrats are not much better than the Republicans on a lot of issues. I'm just saying, Vern. Okay? So that's what's on the agenda. You can call me up at 855-525-5683. That's the number. If you'd like to send me an email, do so at blackfocusradio at gmail.com. I will answer you as well. Also, if you have a small business and you would like to have an interview on Black Focus Radio, give me a call at 615-554-0568. No strings attached and then of course i'll determine the small business okay so wendy's don't come calling thinking you're gonna get a free advertising package it's not gonna happen okay <laughs> it's just not gonna happen okay 
Sorry about that. Hey. So, got a fun show coming up here in just a second, so I hope you'll stick and stay. Please don't go away. But as you know, we can't do nothing, nothing until we do Black Facts. Dynamic Black Facts. Our culture, our history, our people. Ah, yes, today's black fact. I often wonder, as a black man, what would America have really done had it not been for the black race? Of all the contributions that black men and women made to the survival of the democracy and the survival of white people in America, It fascinates me and astounds me and frustrates me that those people look upon the black man and woman with disdain. So I give you another story of how a black man who wasn't even free saved another city in America and thousands of lives. This is how an enslaved African man in Boston helped to save generations from smallpox. In the early 1870s, Onesimus shared a revolutionary way to prevent smallpox. The news was terrifying to colonists in Massachusetts. Smallpox had made it to Boston and was spreading rapidly. The first victims, passengers on a ship from the Caribbean, were shut up in a house identified only by a red flag that read, God have mercy on this house. Meanwhile, thousands of residents of the bustling colonial town had started to flee for their lives. Terrified of what might happen, if they exposed themselves to the frequently deadly disease. They had reason to fear the virus was extremely contagious, spreading like wildfire in large epidemics. Smallpox patients experienced fever, fatigue, and a crusty rash that could leave disfiguring scars. In up to 30% of the cases, it killed. But the smallpox epidemic of 1721 was different than any that came before it. As sickness swept through the city, killing hundreds at a time before modern medicine treatment or a robust understanding of disease, an enslaved man known as Onesimus suggested a potential way to keep people from getting sick. Intrigued by Onesimus' idea, a brave doctor and an outspoken minister undertook a bold experiment to try to stop smallpox in its tracks. In 
Smallpox was one of the era's deadliest afflictions. Few diseases at the time were as universal or fatal, notes historian Susan Pryor. The colonists saw its effect not just among their own countrymen, but among the Native Americans to whom they introduced the disease. Smallpox destroyed Native communities that, with no immunity, were unable to fight off the virus. Smallpox also entered the colonies on slave ships transmitted by enslaved people who, in packed and unsanitary quarters, passed the, the disease along to one another and eventually to colonists at their destinations. One of those destinations was Massachusetts, which was a center for the early slave trade. The first enslaved people had arrived in Massachusetts in 1838, excuse me, in 1638, and by 1700, about 1,000 enslaved people lived in the colony, most in Boston. In 1706, an enslaved West African man was purchased for the prominent for a prominent Puritan minister, Cotton Mather. By his congregation, Mather gave him the name Onesimus, excuse me, Onesimus. After an enslaved man in the Bible whose name meant useful, Mather, who had been a powerful figure in the Salem witch trials, believed that owners of enslaved people had a duty to convert enslaved people to Christianity. Mather, who had been a powerful figure in the, in the Salem witch trials, believed that owners of enslaved people had a duty to convert enslaved people to Christianity and educate them. But like other white men of his era, he also looked down on what he called the devilish rights of Africans and worried that enslaved people might openly rebel. Mather didn't trust Onesimus. He wrote about having to watch him carefully due to what he thought was thievish behavior and recorded in his diary that he was wicked and useless. But in 1716, Onesimus told him something he did believe that he knew how to prevent smallpox. Onesimus, who is a pretty intelligent fellow, Mather wrote, told him he had smallpox and then hadn't. Onesimus said that he had undergone an operation which had given him something of the smallpox and would forever preserve him from it. And whoever had the courage to use it was forever free of the contagion. The operation Onesimus referred to considered a rubbing pus from an infected person into an open wound on the arm. This was done in controlled manner and under supervision of a physician so the symptoms would be milder but still confer immunity. Once the infected material was introduced into the body, the person who underwent the procedure was inoculated against smallpox 
It wasn't a vaccination, which involves exposure to a less dangerous virus to prevent immunity, but to provoke immunity, but it did activate the recipient's immune response and protect, protect it against the disease most of the time. Mather was fascinated. He verified on the Seamus' story with that of other enslaved people and learned that the practice had been used in Turkey and China. He became an evangelist for inoculation, also known as viralization, and, the, and spread the word throughout Massachusetts elsewhere in the hopes it would help prevent smallpox. But Mather hadn't bargained on how unpopular the idea would be. The same prejudices that caused him to distrust his servant made other white columnists reluctant to undergo a medical procedure developed by or for black people. Mather was vilified. Historian Ted Whitmer told WGHB, a local newspaper called the New England Current, ridiculed him. An explosive device was thrown through his windows with an angry note. There was an angry racial element to the, the an ugly racial element to the anger. Other preachers argued that it was against God's will to expose his creatures to dangerous diseases. But in 1721, Mather and Zebediah Bolston, the only physician in Boston who supported the technique, got his chance to test the power of inoculation. That year, a smallpox epidemic spread from a ship to the population of Boston, sickening about half of the city's residents. Boston sprang into action, inoculating his son and his enslaved workers against the disease. Then he began inoculating other Bostonians. Of the 242 people he inoculated, only six died, one in 40 as opposed to one in seven deaths among the population of Boston who did not undergo the procedure. The smallpox epidemic wiped out 844 people in Boston, over 14% of the population, but it yielded hope for future epidemics. It also helped set the stage for vaccination. In 1796, Edward Jenner developed an effective vaccine that used cowpox to provoke smallpox immunity. It worked. Eventually, smallpox vaccination became mandatory in Massachusetts. Did Onesimus live to see the success of the technique he introduced to Mather? It isn't clear. Nothing is known of his later life other than he partially purchased his freedom. To do so, writes historian Stephen J. Niven, he gave Mather money to purchase another enslaved person. What is clear is that the knowledge he passed on saved hundreds of lives and led to the eventual eradication of smallpox. In 1980, the World Health Organization declared smallpox entirely eradicated due to the spread of immunization worldwide. It remains the only infectious disease to have been entirely wiped out. I want to thank you, Brother Onesimus. Name meaning useful. 
a man whom his own slave master didn't think it was worth the hill of beans. But see, not only did Omasimus save Boston, many Bostonians saved a lot more of us. And just remember that those same people, they gave blankets to the Native Americans that was laced with smallpox to kill them off. Yet they don't think they owe us reparations. Hmm. Ain't that something? And that's our black fact for today. Keep listening to Black Focus Radio for more dynamic black facts. Our culture, our history, our people on joinetradio.com. And don't forget, if you would like to sponsor Dynamic Black Facts, give me a call. 615-554-0568. I can hook you up with a nice ad package, that's for sure. Hope you like that Black Fact. Boy, that was some deep stuff right there, man. Y'all like my little music I have with my little Black Facts there? I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing a little more production, you know what I'm saying? Hope you like that. I enjoy it. Uh, and I think it fits great with my Black Facts as well. Um, but, you know, it, this is another example of, I'm sure Mather got all the credit for coming up with this idea and probably got a patent and made thousands of dollars. I'd be curious um, to see if someone could go back and look up Mather and see how he ended his life, how much money he owned, uh, held, but not much is owned about. And I would probably argue that Onesimus made a little money, but you know it says that he, he purchased another slave enslaved person for freedom but wow what a story I already I, you know I, I'm gonna tell you I already knew about that story I just thought I'd bring it to you it, it's such a great great black fact okay so I just thought I'd bring it to you all right so tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna take our first break and when we come back we'll get into this follow-up with the TD Jakes thing because uh, I want to reach you some other things because there have been women who have who have basically been saying what I've said of how some of today's women are. And there's a reason why a lot of you all are single. I'm not just saying this. And I talked about it a little bit yesterday. And we'll get into it a little bit more today. And we'll be done. I I, I don't usually do this relationship stuff. I, I usually don't. But this is more than about relationships. This is about survival. See, a lot of you all are thinking on feelings, okay? I don't, I'm not concerned about your feelings, okay? I'm concerned about what's right, what we need to do as a community, how we need to build our communities. And that means we got to put down some of this, this materialism. And I'm going to tell you how worshiping the gods of a beaten enemy, how it has affected us. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. Unjoinedradio.com.
UAMS Mid-South Black Expo presented by the Arkansas Minority Health, Simmons Bank, the Foundation of Social Impact, Ortho Rehab, and the Timmons Arts Foundation is back with over 100 booths of black excellence and plenty of fun and excitement for everyone. Saturday, July 30th, 9 to 4 p.m. at the venue at Westwood, 7318 Westwood Drive in North Little Rock. The Minority Health Van will be on-site providing health screenings, special guests on the Simmons Entertainment Stage, the St. Mark's Choir, Rodney Block, Tawana Campbell, Nikki Parrish, Cordo Mamalu's Fashion Show. On the Think Social Impact Speaker Stage, Get Entrepreneurial Tips, Doctor's Advice, and so much more. Booths are still available. Get info at MidSouthBlackExpo.com or call BK Simmons at 501-547-5340. That's 501-547-5340. JoinEdRadio.com is a proud media partner for this event. We'll see you there. Dynamic Dave for JoinEdRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let JoinEd Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social gathering join at radio is for you do you preach or teach do it right here on joinetradio.com call me dynamic dave at 855-525-5683 or go to joinetradio.com and review our great lineup of shows let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country call me dynamic dave at joinetradio.com at 855-525-5683 i'll talk to you soon David W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bacon, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. All right, welcome back to the show. Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with us if you'd like to join the show. Uh, I reached out to a very dear friend of mine, Dr. Rosie Milligan. We're going to get her on here in a couple of days because I'm going to venture into a conversation about the reversed worlds and how slavery affected that, okay? Because I think the way, how, the, the reason we are here has a lot to do with that. And as I've said often, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, 
talk often about we need to have a mindectomy. That means that the minds that we have grown up with needs to be totally ejected from our thought conscious and something else put in. Now, how that can be done for a race of people is impossible unless that race of people decides to do it for themselves as I have, as many others have. Uh, if you talk to me or listen to this show long enough, you'll figure out that that Dave Coleman is not quite like everybody else. I know other people like him. I know other people like me as well. Those, the people who are about the community, the real people, we have to have serious conversations and it hurts some feelings at times. But if we're going to survive, if we're going to be the people that we need to be to raise our children for the future, then we have to have these conversations. And what is going on in our communities, all of this, I, I, I see all of these people doing these stop the violence campaigns. Yeah, we got to stop the violence. Well, the violence begins when men and fathers are separated from their children. Whether they were walked away or whether they were pushed away, that's when the violence begins. No one wants to talk about that because it offends women. Because women can raise children without the father. Some have. Some can. My mother did it to some extent, but as I said the other day, there were men in my life who kept me on the straight and narrow. I remember getting my butt beat by the preacher one time for acting up in church. Can't do that now to these kids. I'm just saying. So what got me started on this is not because of T.D. Jakes. You see, brothers have these conversations all the time about women. Okay, contrary to popular belief, brothers ain't sitting around talking about sports and booty all the time. I'm just going to be real with you. Real brothers have intellectual, deep, thoughtful conversations, as all of my friends do. Uh, look, if we can't have, look, we'll talk sports and we'll we'll dance into sports, dance into to intellectual thought. Dance back into sports. Dance into, look, did you see how fine so-and-so? We do all of that. But the point is, we have these deep conversations. And we have those about women as well. And there is a major concern. I talked about yesterday on the show, the effeminization of black males. We see it every day. We see it how they dress. I see black males now that have hairdos that look like women. Now, don't get me wrong. I had my hair braided back in the day as well. But you wouldn't have seen me with no borettes in my hair or no beads in my hair. I'm just saying, may, look, I'll admit, maybe I'm a fuddy-duddy. Maybe, maybe I'm just old school. But I like a man that look like a man. Walking around with your pants hanging all, your, all off your butt, thinking that's cool. At the end of the day, when we grew up, at least we dressed nicely. But that's not the point here. Let me, let me play T.D. Jakes again so we can center this 
And then I'm going to play something that came across my wall today. Just, I don't know who even posted it. Maybe they listened to the show uh, uh, today. But we'll see. Or yesterday, I should say. We'll see. But let, let's just listen to this, okay? And then we'll come back and we'll, we'll discuss. Of women to be men. And you are not applauded for your femininity. You are applauded in the contemporary society by how tough, rough, nasty, mean, aggressive, hateful, possessive you are, and you are climbing the corporate ladder, but we are losing our families. I know you can buy your own car. I know you can buy your own house. But until you create a need that I can pour into, I have no place in your life. So stop coming home bragging to me about how much you don't need me and wonder why I shy away. Did y'all hear Brother Jakes? As I told you, I'm... I, 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 I'm not a Christian, okay? I'm not a fan of T.D. Jakes and his prosperity preaching. But oftentimes, oftentimes, you can get knowledge from a fool if you dare to listen. Woo! I'm not saying T.D. Jakes is a fool, okay? Understand the analogy. If I have nothing for you, then I don't want you. You don't pour into me. Women don't understand that. They don't get it. Today's women. I'm telling you what brothers are saying. I'm telling you what young brothers are saying. Because you're saying, oh, well, Dave, you old school. Well, I am old school and I'm proud of it. But I'm telling you what young brothers cause see, I don't we don't just talk to brothers our age. See, a real man has a tree of young brothers that we share knowledge with. I remember back in the day when my son was what six or seven, most of us, me and my godsons, we all had sons. I mean god brothers, we all had sons. And we uh, we would um, always whatever we were talking about. They our sons were right there in the chair in the living room, listening to everything we said. This was man talk. They needed to understand what man talk was. Okay, some of it was about sports. Some of it was about women. Some of some of it was about some of our crazy escapades. That we had done as young people. I can tell you. Man. Did your dad ever tell you about the time? Man your dad was crazy. That's what we did. We poured into our children. But all of a sudden now. People don't think that men. Are valuable. I even hear women talking about. All you can do is pay my bills. 
actually had a woman to say that to me. How much money you make? I'm expensive. What we've all heard? What are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table, sister? I don't care about your degree. I don't care about how much money you make. I don't care about how much how much how big your house is. I don't really care about your career. Because in likelihood, you're probably stressed out of all that debt. What I care about is how you are as a person. That's what brothers are trying to tell you. Y'all aren't listening. And you're out here on Facebook and social media. We're all the good men. <laughs> there, there, you're just looking in the wrong place. Or your mind is, is so blocked that you can't even see them. That's called cognitive dissonance. So this came across my wall today, okay, from this sister. It says, there are no good men out here, say many women. Actually, sis, there are, they are out there, but they avoid you because, listen, you're disrespectful. You're unappreciative. Let me just... Stop right there on unappreciative. How many times that I've seen video, I saw a video of a, a man who bought this woman a car. She didn't have a car, okay? And because it wasn't the type of car she wanted, she didn't want it. I just saw a video the other day where a man and a woman, they had been talking about getting married, and the first thing he did, he bought her a house. They weren't even married. He bought that house for her to live in. It wasn't the kind of house she wanted. Unappreciative. You complain all the time about everything. Remember I said yesterday about yep, 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 yep. This is not me saying it. This is a sister saying it. You're materialistic. The opposite of wealth builder. Hello. That's huge right there. Do you understand what that means? Is that you go out and spend your money on the, on the flashiest thing out there. Where it depreciates. But you don't invest your money in real estate. In stocks. In bonds. In things that appreciate over time. You don't do that because you're materialistic. It's all about you and making you look good. I don't know about you. But I've met Two millionaires in my lifetime. Now, I will say this. I've actually met more than that because I was around professional athletes, okay? But I'm talking about I've met two self-made millionaires in my lifetime. That means that they started their own business and built them and made millions of dollars. But you know what? You wouldn't know that they were millionaires. First one I met. He had on a t-shirt. And some corduroy pants. And some flip flops. And we sat at a bar and talked. About a lot of things. The second one I met. Had on a yellow. A yellow duck. Uh, what was it? Uh, a, a yellow polo shirt. And a pair of blue jeans. And some, some, some uh, loafers. Same thing. They both had the same mantra. By the way, 
one of them drove an old beat up station wagon VM BMW. That's what he drove. He talked to me about investing in cars and how it depreciates twenty percent as soon as you drive it off the uh, the uh, the lot. I recently had to purchase a car. I wasn't happy about it. Those of you who know me, I drive a truck. I, dr I said I was going to drive that truck until the wheels fell off. And literally, the wheels have almost fallen off. I'm not kidding. I still have it, by the way. But I purchased a used car. The depreciated value has already done. Wow. I don't care what you wear. I care what's what your what your mind is all about. You're loud and unpleasant. You're a slay queen, whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. You think your career is more important than family. You don't even like children. Oh, you'd be surprised. When I saw that, I know a lot of women don't like their own kids. That has a lot to do with how they're being raised. And by the way, how many of y'all know where your sister or your auntie just took, your, took the kids over to mama's house and never came back? We all got one of those in the family, don't we? But y'all talk about how to deadbeat dads. Okay? You're negative. You're a user. You think sex is for fun. The way you dress is embarrassing. Being with you would be like being with another man. All you do is talk about yourself and what you want. You have standards, but are actually below standard as wife material. And what do y'all say? All he want to do is sleep with me. You ever thought about why? Hmm? You ever thought about why? It's amazing to me that how some of you all lead with your tails on Facebook. And then when that guy approaches you about your tail, you get mad at him. I have a friend who's on Facebook, who will go nameless, who for the last, I'd say, year has been posting nothing but bikini shots. Sexually suggestive bikini. Now, she's a bodybuilder. At least that's what she says. But all of her posts was a sexually suggestive body shot. And I told her, I said, why are you doing that? You're a nice lady, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, I'm doing what I want. I'm being me. I'm living my, here's what y'all like to say. I'm living my best life. And I told her, I said, when you get a man, if you get a man, you're not going to be posting them pictures anymore. She started dating this guy about four months, about a month ago. Them pictures have disappeared. <laughs> I'm just saying. See, what is happening with us is what we're doing is something what I call worshiping the gods of the beaten enemy. And we're gonna uh, uh, we're about to go to break, so I'll tell you what that means when we come back. The reason I'm saying this, the reason, see, because if we want to stop the violence, you just can't point at black males not being involved because that means that these kids are not being raised properly either. So 
See, the one thing my mother understood about me as a young black male is that she had to get some help for me. I was hyperactive. I was always into something. Fortunately, I read. I was I was I was a nerd who liked sports. So she so she let me play every sport I wanted to. I ran track, I played baseball. She always I played football. I did it. I swam. I went to camp. I was in the Boy Scouts. She kept me around black images, black male images. And thank God she did because I will tell you today and as I told you yesterday that if not for those men, I would not be the success that I am. I lament to their sons often how I am so thankful that their family allowed me to be a part of theirs. That their dad, their dads included me as theirs. Fathers are important. I, I, I sit here and I feel like I'm back in my father's rights days because people don't understand the importance of fathers. They just seem not to care. The common denominator of all the negative behavior our children participate in is fatherlessness. And this country has systematically excluded fathers, black fathers, from the lives of their children. And you all can't see it. And our children are dying like in combat every day. And nobody wants to pay attention. They want to criticize black men, but they don't want to really look at the problem. Because when you look at the facts, black men take care of their children more so than any other ethnic group. It's not me saying it. Go out and do the damn research yourself. And black women have bought into those lies. And it is killing our race. And until black women decide that we are going to re-include fathers in the lives of our babies, we are going down a path of destruction that is no return. And I don't care if you're mad. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. Did you hear what I just said? Our issues, our solutions, our voices. We are the only one can save us. No one can save us from us, for us, but us. W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bacon, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? 
That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. Dynamic Dave for JoinEdRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let JoinEd Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social game? Gathering, Join Ed Radio is for you. Do you preach or teach? Do it right here on joinedradio.com. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at 855-525-5683 or go to joinedradio.com and review our great lineup of shows. Let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country. Call me, Dynamic Dave, at joinedradio.com at 855-525-5683. I'll talk to you soon. UAMS. Mid-South Black Expo presented by the Arkansas Minority Health, Simmons Bank, the Foundation of Social Impact, Ortho Rehab, and the Timmons Arts Foundation is back with over 100 booths of black excellence and plenty of fun and excitement for everyone. Saturday, July 30th, 9 to 4 p.m. at the venue at Westwood, 7318 Westwood Drive in North Little Rock. The Minority Health van will be on site providing health screenings. Special guest on the Simmons Entertainment stage, the St. Mark's Choir, Rodney Block, Tawana Campbell, Nikki Parrish, Cordo Mamalu's Fashion Show. On the Think Social Impact Speaker stage, get entrepreneurial tips, doctor's advice, and so much more. Booths are still available. Get info at MidSouthBlackExpo.com or call BK Simmons at 501-547-5340. That's 501-547-5340. JoinEdRadio.com is a proud media partner for this event. We'll see you there. Welcome back to the show, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. 855-525-5683 is the number. T.D. Jakes has sparked a whole lot of controversy. Something we've been talking about a while. Nobody wants to... You know, sometimes it's good that some of y'all icons, y'all celebrities that y'all worship, says things that make you think, and I'm glad to hear that he did that. Let me just, let me just tell you this real fast. Let me just read something to you. Because y'all have been sold a bowl, of, a, a, a bowl of puke, and you and you're you're enjoying it and don't understand how it's affecting your community. Listen to this: sixty-three percent of youth suicides, ninety percent of all fatherless and runaway children, eighty-five percent of all children that exhibit behavioral disorders, eighty percent of rapists motivated with displaced anger, seventy-one percent of all high school dropouts. 70% of juveniles in state-operated institutions, 85% of all youth sitting in prison. What's the common denominator? They all grew up in fatherless homes. Translated, that means 
that children from fatherless homes are five times more likely to commit suicide, 20 times more likely to end up in prison, 32 times more likely to run away, nine times more likely to drop out of school, 10 times more likely to abuse chemical substances, 20 times more likely to exhibit behavioral disorders, and 14 times more likely to commit rape. So y'all playing with your children. And see, so you've got institutions that are making money off of your misery because you're too busy out there trying to shake your tail and prove that you're better than a man. Yeah, there's a thing called roles. And sometimes I know you got to go and get it for yourself. But if you're not willing to accept men who can bring you joy, can bring you knowledge, can bring you peace, then our race is doomed. And you're seeing this more and more and more with black women. Let me, I told you I was going to tell you about this thing called worshiping the gods of the beaten enemy. I'm not a preacher. Certainly I've read the Bible multiple times and certainly there are some great stories and allegories in the Bible that you can use as a reference to make your life better. Don't, don't hate on anyone who does that. But let me just tell you this story. You all know the, the story of Exodus. The people who left Israel, or I should say left Egypt, the children of Israel. I won't go into all the story and all those things because what the point of this is that once they were free, once they were free, what was the first thing that they did? They built a golden calf. They had just been freed from the oppression of Pharaoh and the worshiping of what they called idol gods. And out in the wilderness, once stressed, they went back to worshiping those idol gods. And ultimately, you know the story, Moses came down from the mount saw the worshipers, and many of them were destroyed. Now, how does that work for us today? For 400 years, we were enslaved by Pharaoh. We always use this analogy. For 400 years, we were beaten, tortured, maimed, raped, murdered, mutilated. Then we were delivered. And once we became free, we began to worship his God. His God being, yes, Christianity. If you go back and listen to that black fact, remember I repeated a sentence in there twice about Onesimus and how Mather's job was to make sure that every enslaved person learned Christianity. But this is, not a, this is not a comment about Christianity. It's a comment about what you're doing. So we became free. And guess what happened to us 
is that we felt that the only way that we could measure up to be like the white man was to worship his God. No, I'm not talking about his Christian God. I'm talking about his monetary God. You know, because in America, what makes you somebody is how much money you you can exhibit. At least that's what some people believe. We're going to talk to talk about the preacher who just got robbed of a million dollars. So what do we do? Once we began to worship his God, thinking that in order for me to be whole, I have to be like the white man, I have to be evil, I have to be corrupt, I have to join his organizations like the uh, uh, these women's groups, National Organization of Women, not understanding that white women were just as evil to you as black women, I mean as uh, white men were. They were more evil. They make more money than you. Black men don't make more money than you. Why are you hating on black men? The same thing applied when this abortion ruling came down. All of these sisters started hating on black men. It had nothing to do with that. You're worshiping the gods of a beaten enemy. That's why you're being destroyed. That's why your children are being destroyed. Until we come back to who we are. And some of you all might not even know who that is, but you have to go on that search. You have to begin that journey, and you have to take your children with you. And by God, you have to get them around a man, not someone who want to come over and sex you up, not someone who want to go out with you and you showing all your butt to everybody out there, a man that, that you're going to respect just like that sister that I told you about that was taking those bikini shots and now all of a sudden she's got a man and apparently he's saying, no baby, you're going to respect me. Until you all are willing to do that, my sisters, you're going to continue to be single and it's going to continue to destroy our community because black men and you might say, well, I'm going to go get a white man. I'm going to tell you like this, my sisters. A lot of these white boys don't want to do nothing but screw you. I'm going to tell you like a dear white friend told me, that his dad told him that he had not had sex until he's had a, uh, until he's had a black woman. So they don't want you. They want you as a sex object. That's what they portray you as in most movies anyway. Our only salvation is between the black man and the black woman. Because those are our children that we must raise for the future. We must put a consciousness in them. You see, I know it works. I see my two children. I wasn't a perfect father. But I refuse to allow any person or system to keep me from being an intricate part of my children's lives. That's why I don't agree with any man who will up and walk away from their children. But I will support any man who is willing to go to the mat to see his children. Sisters, it's on you. As I've said before, all these sisters raising hell about a Sesame Street character, 
that ignored two little black girls. What if we had that passion in the voting booth? All these deltas and 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 and, and AKAs and uh, Phi Betas, these Beta Phi Betas or whatever they're calling themselves. What if we had that passion, the passion that you have for your sorority? What if we had that passion for the black family? Not just you and what you're doing, because the black family is a unit that includes a man. I'm not trying to preach today. I don't do that. But there's a problem in our community. And it's called love for one another. I'm talking about black love. Because we're worshiping the gods of a beaten enemy. And until we cast that God out, our children and our future is in jeopardy. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices. On joinetradio.com. Insurance Group is the small business that we need to turn everybody on to. Javita Nelson is the expert advisor and licensed in 20 states. Synergy Insurance Group has been offering personalized insurance services since 1997. Call Javita at 877 Go Love INS. She can help you with old fashioned personal service. Synergy Insurance Group is the one that you want and need for affordable insurance. Specializing in burial plans that will allow you and yours to personalize your final expenses. Check out Synergy Insurance Group on the web at synergyinsgroup.biz. Or talk to Javita at 877-GO-GLOVE-INS. The purpose of this commercial is to promote various insurance products. National producer numbers 1661510 and 7529748. Hi, this is Alvin from Havivi's Durable Medical Equipment Company. Because of COVID, many of us have lost our jobs and are unable to feed our kids like we wish. If your child is underweight, five years of age or older, and on Medicaid, you may be able to get formula to help them regain their healthy weight. You will need a prescription from their primary care physician and give us a call and let us help. Our number is 501-663-1553. We are open five days a week from 9 to 5. Have your doctor fax your prescription to our fax line, which is 501-661-0738 today. Keeping your child healthy is our priority. That's Habibi's, 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 your durable medical equipment center. We are located 4317 East Broadway in North Little Rock. That number again is 663-1553, 663-1553. 
Hey guys, this is David Ashley, Deacon David Ashley. I want to turn y'all on to the Deacon Days radio show. It's a praise project. We're going to be playing music from inspirational artists and gospel artists from all over the world, never ever heard of. And also we'll be interviewing and asking them very pertinent questions to why and how they came up with their music. Don't forget, the Deacon Days radio show, it's a praise project. Saturdays from 10 to 11 on joynetradio.com. The views and opinions expressed today on Black Focus Radio are not the views and opinions of the station, its management, or its advertisers. Now, let's get ready to focus on our issues, our solutions, using our voices on Black Focus Radio. Welcome to Black Focus, the show designed with our community in mind, where we focus on our issues, developing our solutions, using our voices. Central Arkansas, surrounding areas, and the nation. Get ready. Black Focus starts right now. Phone lines open at 855-525-5683. So here's your host, David W. Coleman and Robert Webb. All right, welcome to the show. Second hour, Black Focus Radio, our issues, our solutions, our forces. 855-525-5683 is the number. That's how you get in touch with me. Shout out to Fahim Gunny. Hey, man, appreciate you listening to the show. I see you out there. Appreciate it. Keep spreading the word. Don't forget you can get that podcast. Send it to your friends. I know you're probably saying, y'all, y'all need to listen to this brother. Either tell them what time the show is, or and if they say, well, I can't listen during that time, send them, send them the podcast. I just posted uh, uh, the show from yesterday uh, as well. It was posted yesterday, last evening. So should I be able? You should be able to get that on uh, my Facebook page, or just go out, like I said, to any podcast platform and search for Black Focus Radio. We're out there. We're like on nine or ten different podcast platforms. A uh, couple of things. I mentioned something about how we worship celebrities. Uh, uh, the reason I want to talk about that, and this is quick, uh, we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, we're going to also talk about how Republicans are blowing smoke up your butt and the Democrats, especially the Democrats in Missouri. But it speaks to a higher or a larger potential problem with the Democratic Party and how they actually view poll folks as well. They talk a good game, but we'll see. But this story is about people who worship celebrities have lower cognitive abilities according to a study <laughs> I'm beginning to understand now because y'all won't listen to people that are fact based but y'all are listening to some of the outlandish crap that some of these celebrities say it just don't matter it's just, uh, who told you that well you know Pookie John who the hell is Pookie John he a rapper who The so-called cult of celebrity has no shortage of disciples, but new research indicates that people who obsess over the lives of the rich and famous tend to achieve lower scores on cognitive tests. In the journal BMC Psychology, researchers explain that while celebrity worship appears to be linked to poor intellectual capacities, it remains unclear if this fascination with cultural icons 
is a cause or consequence of these reduced skills. The research recruited 1,763 Hungarian adults for an online survey, including a series of intelligence tests designed to assess two different aspects of cognition. The first of these aimed at aimed to evaluate crystallized intelligence by testing participants' vocabulary while a digit symbol test was used to measure fluent intelligence. Participants also completed the Celebrity App Attitude Scale questionnaire to define their level of celebrity obsession. Those whose interest in stars was limited to discussing the lives of celebrities with friends was categorized as entertainment social fans. The next level defined as intense personal involved compulsive thinking about celebrities. The highest level of obsession was labeled borderline pathological. People in this category tended to agree with statements such as, if I were lucky enough to meet my favorite celebrity and he or she asked me to do something illegal as a favor, I'd probably do it. The researchers also assessed each participant's level of material wealth and self-esteem. The researchers found that higher levels of celebrity obsession were associated with reduced scores both for crystallized and fluent intelligence and that this trend held true even when other demographics were factored in. Can you say Trump supporter? Can you say MAGA? <laughs> yeah. This is it right here. Maybe maybe I understand them now. They're nuts. Speaking of which. A couple other stories I want to talk about today. We're going to, uh, let's see, we did that one. Um, I want to talk about the Republicans and how they are trying to destroy public education. It's pretty clear. They've been trying to do it since desegregation. I've talked about this. I've said all along that if 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 white people wanted to fix the school system, why did they run away? They ran away because they didn't want their children to go to school with your children. Your children being black. And what have they done since? They've systematically tried to undermine the school system. They're even doing it now with this CRT crap. They want to destroy the public school system because they want, they, they want um, what do they call themselves now, Christian nationalist? Some name that was created back in the 30s by a virulent racist preacher. That's what they're they're referring to now. They don't want to they don't want to fund your schools. I was stunned to know that the 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 base salary for a teacher in Arkansas was like thirty five thousand dollars. Why would I go to school, get all those loans? This is why people can't get out of get out of debt. Why would I go to school and get all those loans? only to come out and make $35,000.
There are people who never went to school, never went to college, never got a loan, and are making more money than $35,000. That's just unbelievable when I saw that. Why would I want to do that? That makes no sense to me. They don't want to pay teachers. That's the bottom line on it. They don't want to pay them. And here in Arkansas, they refuse to increase their pay. How can you tell me that you're pro-school when you refuse to increase their pay? Again, Chris Jones, are you listening? Most of them, their children go to Lily White schools or private schools or church schools. And now that the Supreme Court has ruled that church schools can get public money, the public schools are in trouble. But here's my question. Why are, why are black people propping up public schools? Y'all go to church every Sunday. Every Sunday. Why aren't you creating your own schools? Hmm? Why aren't you creating your own schools? Because you're going to be caught unaware. You're going to be caught unaware and all of a sudden you're not going to have any schools to go to. And then even if you look at the schools that are available, some of them are in such shabby condition. They done dupe you into abandoning those schools as well. And you run into their schools. And then what are they teaching you? Well, I'll tell you what your child is going through. Bigotry and racism and indoctrination. That's what's happening. And you think he's getting a good education. Sending your kids to these schools. And when they come out, you don't even know who they are. That's a problem. So we need to pay attention to that. And the way it's looking, if I'm to understand a lot of the complaints from teachers locally, it's going to end up where most of the teachers, and, and you see this, you, you, what, you, what you call a brain drain is happening in the state of Arkansas, and it's been going on for decades. Think about how many people have left Arkansas and become successful and don't even come back. I came back simply because there was family issues. But if the opportunity presents itself, I'm leaving again. Arkansas is not conducive for high intellect. And that's what the Republican Party wants. That's what, I'm going to be honest, that's what Democrats want. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a story here about the Democrats that's going to blow you away. Because the Democrats really don't want in a way, and you hear me often say that a left wing and a right wing is part of the first, the same bird. Okay? And when you hear this story about the Democrats, <laughs> man, it's amazing. You begin to understand. This is why, that's why they pit y'all against one another. Pole black against pole white. Don't understand that y'all really in the same damn boat. 
You working you working minimum wage, the white boy making minimum wage. You can't feed your children, the white boy can't feed his children. And they pit y'all against one another so they don't know, so you don't realize that they are laughing all the way to the bank. And this story about the Democrats and Miss Trudy Bush Valentine is going to blow you away. They don't care about your schools. That old saying, follow the money, that's all they're concerned about. It goes back to what I was talking about last hour, whereas that we don't get ourselves together internally. How do we expect to fight the outside forces that is raining death and destruction on our community? That's why we can't fight it. It's, it's called divide and conquer. They've divided us successfully over decades and millennium through DNA. They've divided us. So how do we expect to fight an outside enemy when we are engrossed in infighting ourselves? It's about our kids. It's about our future. It's about my grandbaby that's just four months old. My kids are grown. Now it's the legacy that I want to leave, that I want to have a life for. It's about fighting climate change because we all know that climate, there's a problem going on here and we cannot ignore it. Just like we say with policing, there's a problem going on here, yet we ignore it. There's a problem going on with these guns, yet we ignore it. There's a problem when politicians can make millions of dollars and buy votes and we ignore it. There's a problem with Citizens United where a, a, a corporation can dump millions of dollars into a political race just to buy it and keep their lobbying interest afloat. There's a problem in America. We don't get it. We don't get it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Before we go to break, I do want to cover this story. By now, you all have heard the story of the black preacher robbed, right? Y'all hadn't heard that story? The black preacher that was robbed? Y'all hadn't heard that? <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this before we go to break. Okay, listen to this. Now, let's get him going here. He's, he, he's given an explanation, but... He and his wife was basically robbed of a million dollars. He lived in Brooklyn. Do not buy solar panels. And uh, he, uh, well, I am going to buy solar panels if I need to. Okay. But here's the story. Bishop is robbed of more than a million dollars in jewelry, and the incident was caught on camera during a live stream. That's right. Bishop Lamar Whitehead was delivering a sermon yesterday morning when he noticed the gun-wielding intruders. Police say the suspects targeted the bishop and his wife 
No one was hurt, thankfully. Lisa Evers is in Canarsie with what the bishop had to say after this horrifying ordeal. Lisa. Well, Stephen Laurie, this well-known Brooklyn Bishop, Lamore Whitehead, holds his Sunday services in the space you see right behind me, with some of the faithful coming in person and many more watching his sermons via live stream. But on Sunday, his sermon was interrupted when armed robbers burst in. Yo, yo, all right, right, right. On Sunday, as Bishop Lamore Whitehead delivered his sermon for his Leaders of Tomorrow ministry, police say three masked gunmen stormed in and rushed right for the bishop. They took more than $1 million worth of gold jewelry and gems, including a Rolex watch from the bishop and his wife. When I see them come into the sanctuary with their guns, I told everybody, get out. No shots were fired. People here are stunned. It was just shocking to know that in this neighborhood something like that is, would happen. And it's thrilling for the people that come to church that day. It's horrible. We just, it's sad to know what's going on in the world right now. The armed robbers ran out and then police say jumped into a white Mercedes for their getaway. Bishop Whitehead was in the news last May for attempting to negotiate the surrender of murder suspect Andrew Abdullah, wanted for the Q-train shooting that took the life of Daniel Enriquez, who was on his way to Sunday brunch. Whitehead drove his $400,000 Rolls Royce to the 5th Precinct, but the NYPD took Abdullah into custody without his help. Whitehead has had his own contact with the criminal justice system, serving five years behind bars for identity theft and grand larceny. So that's the preacher that got robbed of a million dollars. Now he's in the sanctuary with a million dollars worth of jury on him and his wife. And they didn't rob for anybody else. They went straight for the preacher. So they knew exactly what they were doing. Now, there are all kinds of questions about this and comments. You know, that old, <laughs> the first thing, would you rob God? I guess, no, were, were they robbing God or were they robbing the preacher? Now, from what I understand is that he accumulated his wealth uh, through investments. And, of course, we don't know about all that identity theft stuff. But there you go. Don't you just love America? It's one of those things that I was talking about earlier about meeting millionaires. See, that, those two millionaires that I described to you that look like broke-down hobos, they ain't going to hardly get robbed because nobody's going to know that they have money. One of those millionaires, I told you, he drove a beat-up, uh, uh, actually it was a beat-up Volvo station wagon. And the other one, he took a taxi everywhere he went. He said, why would I? I don't need a car. It's just extra expenses. Didn't have a credit card. I'm going to tell you, I took some of the, I don't have a credit card. I haven't had one in years. Got good credit, too, by the way. I'm just saying. But anyway, I just thought that was a comical story. Okay. <laughs> it's that when you flash and dash, your people notice you, and quite often, the wrong people notice you. Just saying. Back in a moment. When we come back, we're going to get into this, this uh, Democratic race in Missouri and Trudy Bush Valentine because I was stunned. This story has layers. Back in a moment, you're listening to Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinetradio.com.
UAMS Mid-South Black Expo presented by the Arkansas Minority Health, Simmons Bank, the Foundation of Social Impact, Ortho Rehab, and the Timmons Arts Foundation is back with over 100 booths of black excellence and plenty of fun and excitement for everyone. Saturday, July 30th, 9 to 4 p.m. at the venue at Westwood, 7318 Westwood Drive in North Little Rock. The Minority Health van will be on-site providing health screenings. Special guest on the Simmons Entertainment Stage, the St. Mark's Choir, Rodney Block, Tawana Campbell, Nikki Parrish, Cordo Mamalu's Fashion Show. On the Think Social Impact Speaker Stage, get entrepreneurial tips, doctor's advice, and so much more. Booths are still available. Get info at MidSouthBlackExpo.com or call BK Simmons at 501-547-5340. That's 501-547-5340. JoinEdRadio.com is a proud media partner for this event. We'll see you there. David W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you'll shout, bacon, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. Dynamic Dave for JoinEdRadio.com. I'm inviting all small businesses to contact me at 855-525-5683 and let JoinEd Radio set up an advertising package specifically designed with your business in mind. This is a great opportunity for small businesses to get your products on the air. Do you want to get the word out about a new business? JoinEd Radio is for you. Do you want to advertise your event or social gathering join at radio is for you do you preach or teach do it right here on joinetradio.com call me dynamic dave at 855-525-5683 or go to joinetradio.com and review our great lineup of shows let's help each other and let's get your products in the hands of consumers across the country call me dynamic dave at joinetradio.com at 855-525-5683 i'll talk to you soon <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Dave Coleman here, Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our, our voices. Uh, in doing a show like this, oftentimes you have a lot of stories that you think about covering and you don't. And then while you're doing a show, little things pop up. And it just hit me about something. So I was in Detroit this past weekend, as you know, I've said. And I thought about buying a Mega Millions jackpot. I think it was like 
$600 million. And it just slipped my mind. And my philosophy was that I was going to, I was going to buy one in Detroit. I was going to buy one in um, in um, St. Louis because I was flying into St. Louis. And then I was going to buy a third in Little Rock. So I was going to have it in three different locations. You know, that was my strategy. And I, it just slipped my mind. We had so much fun uh, in Detroit. It, it really just slipped my mind. And I don't do the Mega Millions and Lottery at all that often. Every now and then when it gets big... That old saying, you can't win it if you're not in it. And I'm a firm believer of that as well. But I don't often indulge. So it just hit me. And I was just scrolling through a story and saw where it said, fast food owner buys lottery ticket for 50,000 employees. Okay, so I, I, I said, oh, so wait a minute. Did I miss something here? I didn't realize that no one won the Mega Millions, and now it is up to $810 million. Looks like I'm going to be buying a ticket. <laughs> I'm going to take 20 bucks and buy some tickets. I don't care. Y'all can be mad all y'all want. I don't care. All right? All you, all you church folk who buy tickets too, you'd be a damn fool. Buy it. I'm going to buy one. Who knows? I want all my cash up front too. I ain't gonna know none of y'all ass either. Don't even, don't call me. Don't even say, "Hey, Dave, you remember?" Hell no. <laughs> nope. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember at all. <laughs> no, uh, boy. That all. That that that. That thought always crosses your mind. What would you do if? And I'm going to tell you, man. I'm investing a lot of it in the black community. Okay? I can invest a lot. If you want 800, what, what's the payout? Your payout is going to be like, what? 500 million? A half a billion? Man, you just set that crap in the bank. And you can invest in a whole lot of people and save a lot of black folks. And I would do just that. Some of my family members, I don't have to think twice about that, though. But anyway, $810 million. That's what I was laughing about. Okay. All right. So I want to talk a little bit. I want to read something to you, okay? After 140 years, 2021 might be the end of the veiled profit uh, in public life. For 40 years, St. Louisans have celebrated the 4th of July downtown at the VP Fair, renamed Fair St. Louis in 1992. The accompanying Veiled Prophet Parade, in which a daughter of a local aristocrat rides in a float alongside a man whose identity is obscured by an elaborate veiled headdress, has been a staple of summer in St. Louis for generations. But after a year of protests against police violence and systematic racism, as well as some massive shifts in local politics with the election of new progressive mayor, Tashira Jones, earlier this year, as well as the newest squad member, Cori Bush, to Congress in 2020, the veiled prophet has finally lost its earned place in public life. Okay? 
Now, do you know what the veil prophet is? As an unelected mascot of the St. Louis of of St. Louis, the veiled prophet is a kind of Mardi Gras character, the divine figurehead of an exclusive men's club for St. Louis ultra rich. He's been the target of protest since the 1960s because the symbol is so old. The meaning of the veiled prophet. Oh, let me go back. Sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, because it is so old, the meaning of the veiled prophet still gets confused, and many are quick to explain away the more sinister details. June 2021, the internet blew up over an allegation that actress Ellie Kemper was a KKK queen. A St. Louis Dispatch article on the actress' 1999 queenship surfaced, and the cancellation torches came out once a year, the Secretive Veil Prophet Society crowns a teen debutante at the Royal Ball, the Kemper, heir to the Commerce Bank fortune, sat on a throne beside the clannish king, the clannish king, as his queen of love and beauty. In the old days, queenship made uh, you a local celebrity, and many daughters of the bourgeoisie considered it an honor to ride in the parade beside the white glove man in a veil. But Kemper apologized for her participation on Instagram. Hi guys, I was 19 years old. I decided to participate in the debutante ball in my hometown. Okay. Are you beginning to follow where we're going? Is the veil prophet really a Klansman? Here's eerie like clans he's a eerie like clansman he wears a robe like a clansman he covers his face like a clansman yet he doesn't have a steepled hat and his robes are glittering not white many outlets in june 2021 reported the veiled prophet organization did not have ties to the kkk or claimed it was not a kkk thing this wildly misunderstands the history of the Klan in America. In fact, the first Veiled Prophet Parade was held to mark the violent anniversary, the crushing of the largest workers' strike in St. Louis history, a movement that demanded fair wages, an eight-hour workday, and the end to child labor. So why am I reading this story? What it boils down to is I went and researched the history of the veiled prophet. Here's another one. One year later, the average citizen would have been well aware of what the veiled prophet stood for and of his close connection with the early KKK. Costume figures like the VP were newspaper celebrities for over a decade. Night riders dressed like wizards, men, moon men, and ghosts of shallow. The average trolley operator surely would have recognized the veiled prophet as the guy who threatened to shoot his way through a streetcar strike. This was a KKK racist organization that didn't accept women except as sex objects and, and black people. So why am I reading you the story about the Veiled Prophet? Well, that's because there's something strange going on 
in Missouri. Okay? There's something odd that, although you may not think about it, Lucas Kuntz is a person that is running for the... um, who was running for the Senate in Missouri. Now, the um, his opponent now, now this is for the, the, the primary, his opponent is a person by the name of Trudy Bush Valentine. Okay? So the Missouri Democratic, Democratic Senate race uh, is getting interesting simply because of who's on the ballot. The person who is currently on the ballot are two people. Former Governor Eric Greitens. You, you all have heard about him. Another one who was on the ballot was Scott Simon. He's now dropped out. Okay. There's another guy by the name of Let's see, his name is um, Lucas Kuntz. Uh, He is the person that is the, he is the, what they call progressive candidate. And then you have Trudy Bush Valentine. Now, good old Trudy Bush was just like that actress that was apologizing for modeling in the... Uh, Veiled Prophet Parade. Now, her excuse. Now, let me tell you how she got here. Okay? Excuse me. Let me tell you how she got here. So, Simon was a person who was scheduled to run, and he was doing so poorly that he dropped out of the race, and Democrats went and nominated Miss Bush Valentine. Okay? To run against Lucas Kuntz. Because Lucas Kuntz is the progressive. He falls in line with, you know, Cory Bush and um, AOC. All of those people. See, the Democrats don't want a progressive because, see, a progressive talks about populism. A progressive talks about economic prosperity for the poor. They demand change inside the Democratic Party because they understand that the Democratic Party is nothing more than a rich white boy's game. Just like the Republican Party. That's why I call them the Republicans and the demagogues. That's why I'm an, I'm an independent. I don't, I don't subscribe to either party. But here's why this, interest, this story is interesting. Miss Bush, and by the way, the seat that they're running for is for Roy Blunt, who is retiring... Miss Trudy Bush Valentine is her name. Trudy Bush 
Valentine. Now, some of you all might, when I say Bush, might um, think about George Bush and the Bush family. No, don't think about that family. This family is a lot richer than the Bush family. I'm talking about, when I say Bush, I mean Anheuser Bush. The beer people. She's an heir. As a matter of fact, she inherited a half a billion dollars. Let me read a quote that I left into the show on because it's so apropos right now. Okay? Let me find this quote because this woman, by the way, Simon dropped out. He immediately endorsed Bush. Valentine, although Lucas Kuntz is raising more money and is polling ahead of all of the Democratic candidates. Now you might say, well, they're doing that because they are afraid that they're not going to win because of his progressiveness. No, because Eric Greitens is running on the Republican side and we don't, all I got to ask you to do is go, go and Google Eric Greitens. He's not going to win. If he does, something's wrong. So this guy, this 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 woman, who is an heir to the Bush fortune, who already has a half a billion dollars that she inherited. Let me ask you a question. How is she going to address the needs of black people? How is she going to address the needs of Hispanics? How is she going to address the needs of poor people and the plight of being evicted because of COVID and not being able to pay their bills because high inflation? She doesn't have a damn clue. So why are the Democrats supporting this woman? See, I, I read this Veil Prophet story for you because Miss Bush, Valentine, was actually one of those 19-year-old debutantes. Proudly. And when it was discovered, her argument was she was young, just like that actress. Oh, I was young. I didn't know that it was what it was supposed to be. By 19, you don't know what racism is. You're a damn lie. But let me continue. So that was her argument. But guess what? Before the parade was canceled in 2010, guess who was escorted by her uncle to this Veil Prophet Ball? Yeah, that's right. Trudy Valentine's 19-year-old daughter in 2010. So, okay, I'll buy your argument that in, two, in what was it, 19, it was back in the day, I forgot the time. That first time when you were in it, I'll buy that argument. Okay, okay, you didn't know. All right. So you're saying between then and 2010, you allowed your daughter to participate in that? You didn't know then? That dog ain't going to hunt for me. Okay? That dog ain't going to hunt. You spell that A-I-N apostrophe T, gone, G-O, hunt. H-H-U-N-N-T-T. -T. That dog ain't gonna hunt. 
By the way, dog, D-A-W-G. But here's the killer part about it. The Democrats are endorsing her over the progressive candidate, uh, Lucas Kuntz. Why is that? Why is that? Hmm. There's more to this story. You got to hear it. So before I get into it, let me go ahead and take the last break. We'll wrap it up. Because you've got to hear this. The left wing and the right wing of the is part of the same bird. I'm just saying. You better keep your eyes while you're watching the Democrats. You better watch your back door. Well, while you're watching the Republicans, you better watch your back door. Because the Democrats will rob you blind too. Wait till you hear this. Back in a moment. David W. Coleman, host of Black Focus Radio and the weekly sports magazine. We here at joinedradio.com would like to thank you for all the love and support you've given us. Our goal is to keep you inspired and informed daily with quality programming from gospel music, news talk, and sports. Log on to joinedradio.com for the program lineup, and while there, be sure to make a donation. Then download our app and carry us anywhere in the world. Please continue to spread the word about Joined radio.com and if you are an entrepreneur or have an upcoming event or you'd like to start a show let the professional writers and producers here at joinedradio.com help you get the word out call me at 615-554-0568 for more details in the meantime stay informed and inspired daily right here on joinedradio.com hello to quality time at marco's Hello to the best part of the day and to making someone else's. Say hello to late nights and to the best night ever. These are the primo moments, and they call for Italian quality pizza. Dough made from scratch every day. Sauce with a history in the making from the original Giamarco recipe. Say hello to an authentic favorite. Every store, every day, the Italian way. Hello, primo. David W. Coleman here for Coleman's Dynamic Rib Rub and Rib Nuts. Go to ribrub.com, that's R-I-B-B-R-U-B-B.com right now, and stock up on the best dry marinades for baking, grilling, and smoking your favorite meats. Three great flavors, hot and spicy, original, and scorching. Try them at your next cookout and you will shout, bacon, grill it, shake it, oh yeah! Only one place to get Coleman's Dynamic products, that's ribrub.com. Easy to order and I'll ship direct to you or to friends and family anywhere in the United States. While on the site, be sure to check out other great items, especially the rib nuts. Who'd have thunk it? Peanuts sauteed in a barbecue marinade? That's just crazy good. Get them at ribrub.com right now, along with other great recipes. That's ribrub.com. If you don't like my rib rub or rib nuts, I'll give you money back. Do it today. That's Coleman's Dynamic Products at ribrub.com. 
Hey folks, are you looking for a place to exchange ideas and talk about the issues that affect our community? Then join me, David W. Coleman, and my co-host, Robert Webb, for Black Focus Radio every Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. on joinedradio.com. We like to say, it's our issues, our solutions, our voices. Download the latest podcast on your favorite platform. Also catch us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. That's Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinedradio.com. It's difficult, to, it's difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary on his, let me start that over. It's difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. We're talking about the race on the Democratic side in the state of Missouri. How Trudy... Bush Valentine has been nominated by the Democratic Party to run against Lucas Kuntz. Trudy Valentine, Trudy Bush Valentine, inherited a half a billion dollars because she's part, did you get it now? She's part of the Bush beer empire. Okay? Lucas Kuntz, who is running against her, Grew up in a tough neighborhood. He's an ex-military guy. Okay? Let me just read this to you. He doesn't come from money. Uh, As he tells people on the campaign trail, he grew up in a working-class neighborhood of Jefferson City, the state capital, where medical bills related to his little sister's heart condition at one point bankrupted the family. But every year before school started, he and his siblings got to pick out new shoes from Payless. Heading into eighth grade, Kuntz got a pair of spotless white Reeboks, a source of serious pride for a teenage boy in the 1990s. I'm like strutting through the school, hoping someone will notice. Recall, he recalls, finally, wealthier boy took note. Hey, did you guys see Kuntz's new shoes? I remember getting new shoes back in the day, new tennis shoes, as we called them, tennis shoes. Now, here's why I'm talking about this. The Democrats don't want this guy to win, and he's winning right now on the Democratic side. And in all likelihood, he's going to beat Eric Greitens because the Republicans don't want Eric Greitens to run because Eric Greitens has all kinds of baggage, uh, all kinds of allegations against him. Okay? So, Kuntz in all likelihood, and by the way, he's out-raising her as well, out-raising the previous candidate who was Simon, who dropped out of the race before the Democratic Party nominated Miss Bush. But let me go on about Miss Bush. Because, see, here's the thing. The Democrats don't want progressives. They want people who they can relate to on the money side. Because, see, the Bush Corporation, they donate money to Republicans, and Democrats. And word is that the Democratic Party is thrilled that they have a candidate who can relate to Republican donors. See, it's all about money. All right? But back to Miss Trudy Bush. She ran a campaign ad where she said that she was a struggling single mother on a raised on a farm. And she lived on a farm. 
Now, wait a minute. A single mother, and I think they said a single mother of six, you just inherited a half a billion dollars and you struggling? By the way, the farm that she was talking about that she just got, guess what it used to be? It used to be a damn plantation. It used to be a slave plantation. And she's she's recording a damn commercial on a slave plantation pretending like she's this poor white woman who just inherited a half a billion dollars. How insulting can that be? You see, the reason I'm talking about this is, again, a left wing and the right wing is part of the same bird. These Democrats, look, the Democrats ought to be doing this. What they should have done is when Simon dropped out of the race, they should have said, hey, we're going to support Kuntz. But instead, what did they do? They go and nominate a fat cat person who they don't have to give money to because she can pay for her own campaign. A half a billion dollars and pay. See, this is the problem with rich folks. Uh, did you just hear the quote I just read? See, this is part of the reason Joe Manchin don't give a damn about uh, 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 America and why he keeps voting against the agenda that would help the regular person. This is by Upton Sinclair. It is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on is not understanding it. In other words, why am I going to even entertain what you're saying to me because these people are making me money. I'm not changing anything. That's what they're saying to you. And that's what the Democrats are saying to you. They don't want a progressive candidate who's going to talk about values, who's going to talk about how he grew up poor and how he's going to fight for the poor guy. They don't want that. They want fat cat rich guys who can fill their coffers and they can sit back and smoke their cigars and drink their cognac in the Democrat and Republican clubs and laugh all the way to the bank. The Democratic Party ought to be ashamed of themselves. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. Because, see, that's what the progressives are doing. That they're making you stand up and own up to what you say. Okay? No longer can you say, well, we're going to do this. This is why you don't like uh, Camilla Jalpal. This is why you don't like AOC. This is why you don't like that crew, Cori Bush. Because they're going to make you own up to what you say, Democratic Party. There's a reckoning that needs to take place in the Democratic Party. I've been saying that for years. It's already happened in the Republican Party, and unfortunately, it went the wrong way. It is time for regular Joe Blow folks, black, white, yellow, polka dot, I don't care what you are, to take over the Democratic Party and say this and kick all these rich fat cats out. They're the damn problem. They're the reason why you can't look, all of these corporations, go back and look at the money that they made. I talked about this last week. During the pandemic, CEOs made 18.5% more money than they did prior. During that same period, the regular working person lost 
4.2% of their total income. Do you hear what I'm saying? So these rich fat guys like Bezos making billions. He made 90 million in one year during the pandemic. Do you think they really give a damn about you? Because if they did, why don't they pay their workers a living wage? Like Walmart and Amazon. Just pick a company. Why don't they pay their workers a living wage? And then they got the unmitigated gall to bitch, gripe, and complain about the fact that nobody wants to come to work. People have awakened. No longer are people going to work for $10, work their ass off, and not be able to see their families. For $10 an hour. While you're driving around in Lexuses and, and living on super yachts. No longer. And here we have the Democratic Party trying to push someone who is, who's going to do everything they can if they get elected to support fat, cat, rich, rich white folks. Let's just be real about it. So they sure as hell don't want a progressive like Lucas Kuntz. They don't want him. He grew up poor. You just heard him talk about the health problem that his sister had. How he was excited to get a new pair of shoes. <laughs> See, the Democrats claim that that's who they support. But in actuality, they don't. That's why they went out and drafted this half a billion dollar million billionaire. To run for that office. That person is not going to do anything for people. They're not going to do anything for black folks. And I hope the people of St. Louis understands that. And, and, and or, or the city of Missouri. The state of Missouri. And don't fall for that okie doke. Don't do it. The Democrats don't care. Because if they want to claim that we're a big tent. When that big tent ought to include progressives middle of roads, and staunch Democrats. It's not, an, it's not an either or, like the Republican Party. That's where the Republican Party is falling, it's failing, because they've made it an either or proposition, regardless of whether or not they're right. It's either or. And this is the problem with the Republican Party. And now we see it behind closed doors with the Democrats. And then this woman has that unmitigated God to suggest that she's some struggling single teenage, single mother. You ain't never had to struggle. You don't really even have to work. You've never really, what kind of job you have? Come on, you're an heiress to the Bush throne. And you want to try to pretend like you're some poor, deprived woman with single mother with children? And then you do it, you do the commercial on a damn plantation that owns slaves where there are dead bodies of black people on that plantation? How insulting. The Democratic Party ought to be a damn shame of themselves. I'm sorry. Just, just pathetic. Whew. My people, my people, my people, please get to the polls. Don't fall for the okie doke. Aren't y'all tired? 
if she wasn't doing anything for you before she decided to run, before she was drafted by the Democratic Party, what makes you think she's going to do something now? Right now, she's all got, all, already got that money, and now you're trying to elect her so she can put her hand in another in the governmental cookie jar? Are we crazy? I got to get out of here. It's usually futile to try to talk facts to people who are enjoying a sense of moral superiority in their ignorance. Y'all have a great day. It's called Black Focus Radio. Our issues, our solutions, our voices on joinedradio.com. You've been listening to Black Focus, where we discuss our issues with our solutions and our voices. Join us every weekday afternoon at 1 p.m. on joinetradio.com.